Okay. So, it appears to me I haven't done VZX in for so long I've forgotten how to do it. I mean, you don't have to do it in character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're answering yeah, question standards. You know, it's fine. You know how long it's been since I got to do VZX in? You can do it at any time you want. Like, like there's I, no one stopping you. I can't you. do it if it's not being recorded. That would be illegal. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> We just the, do it the, where the, everyone else is just their um, their normal human self, and we've just got V in the room. <laughs> the Australians yeah. take very a very dim view to practicing the accent without it being recorded for training purposes. Yep. True story. But you aren't Australian, huh? So. That's Vesk accent. Yeah, space Australian. Space Australian. Yeah. Go space Broncos. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. So. This is a, I guess you could call it a drift session, where um, we'll do like a questions and answers for the Cosmopunk crew. Yeah. Uh, we've got a big long list of them in this uh, this here Discord room, mm-hmm. and we're going to go over them one by one. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yes. Now I have to think of answers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dave from Basic Stoke asks, what's up with Rider's feet? No one is asking that. <laughs> I'm asking that. Everyone's asking that. Oh, yeah, we're allowed good. to ask each other questions yeah. as well. <laughs> okay, fine. But the word feet is hereby vetoed. Oh. RJ from Croydon asks, what's up with the end of Ryder's legs? Yeah. <laughs> Her ankles, they're fine. Mm. <laughs> good uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's up with Ryder's paws? Anyway. <laughs> we have we have real questions, guys. We do, we have, do have real questions. We have plenty. We're just getting in the mood. <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot, we got a lot of questions. We got big brains. Yeah, we've also got questions within those questions. So, yeah, oh, we got no. let's question up. Yes. So let's start at the top here. So Leslie from Emergency Power Podcast asks: First of all, how did you all meet? How did That's we a good question, Leslie from Emergency Power Podcast. I don't remember. <laughs> Man, back in the heady days of 2003. I think we've answered this one before. Fucked if I remember. Yeah, we've answered <laughs> one before, though. How did I meet Pan? Pan, how did we meet? You know, I don't remember. Fucked if I know. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was um, involved the shop or Croydon Fur Meets or... Yeah, yeah, probably like a, a, the shop or a meetup. It was upon the field of battle. One of those two. Something Croydon yeah. related. We live in the same town, so yeah, it was it was uh, you know written at the start that we cross paths mm-hmm. uh, one day and become enemies. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> Frenemies. Shit, I know how it was. I know how it came to be. Furs of colour. Was it? I feel like it was before. I think then. it was. I think it was furs of colour. Were yeah. you living in the same town as me? I mean, I haven't always lived in Croydon. I've lived yeah. in places that aren't Croydon, including Plymouth, Kilburn. I don't believe you. And <laughs> actually, that's about it. It's I have I have proof that you are lying. I'm Guildford. You, you were conceived, born, and, and lived all your days in Croydon. Uh, it may have been another zebra. They are so, famously um, well camouflaged. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I met Sai uh, online through um, appreciation of his art. Yeah. And uh, then we all uh, we all hooked up to play a game together, and that mm-hmm. was uh, that was that. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, to answer your question, uh, we just sort of came together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ty and I met um, in 2003 on a, a little website called uh, Planet Furry. Yeah. Is that, that one was... with, the, with the hand grabbing, grabbing the, the globe? Uh, uh, I don't well, remember, that's, that's like honestly. Or something, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I miss the old internet. I do as well. Are we going to edit this before we put it out? Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah. 
And yeah, then we all just uh, came to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you know what? We all know each other. Actually, no, I think because I have a vague memory of being invited to like Pam being like, hey, I want to play Starfinder with some people. Do you want to play Starfinder? And I was like, but Pam, what is Starfinder? And Pam was like, this is Starfinder. I was like, okay, I'm interested. Yeah, we knew each other before that. That's why we I didn't know each you. other before that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it's not how did you start role playing? It's yeah. Really neat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, moving on to the next question. Although, actually, wait, no, that's a, that's a point. Is the question... <laughs> RJ. No, no, RJ, stop. stop. No, <laughs> no, you shut up. <laughs> that's the point. Is it how did you all meet, or how did your characters all meet? No, it's obviously us. It's yes. obviously us. Yeah. What the, a... the, the people behind the characters. Yes. There are character-related questions in here, but we have to get to yeah. them, and we won't what do was that, that What was that keep... second question, Sai, you were, you were saying? Yeah. Anyway... Next question from Leslie again is uh, what made you decide to start recording your games? And RJ's terrible memory. <laughs> we've definitely <Fuck> we've <laughs> definitely answered this before um, as well, but just a refresher. I think um, it, it was your idea, Pan. I'm going to blame this all on you. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I started taking notes. My desk is a mess. I've got no room for, for a notepad or anything. I don't like clacking the keys on a notepad on the computer. So I would just record sessions and then listen back to them later and go, oh, that guy. And yeah. then I just started sending them out. Uh, then one day, Sai put together um, the beginnings of what was eventually Hydrophobia. Uh, sent it all to us as a fun thing. We were all like, oh, shit. We should do a podcast. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> yes. And then I said, what's a podcast? Yeah, it was all lockdown. We had, and we had it was also time. lockdown because we were all fucking bored out of our minds yeah. <laughs> and had too much time. We were all desperate yeah. to be um, yeah. aliens in space doing some other yeah. shit. Yep. And thus, um, Cosmopunk was born. Mm. Mm. The best escapism. <laughs> and another one from Leslie. Uh, what made you decide to go with rotating GMs instead of a dedicated GM? Because we all have characters and we all want to play our character and... One of us would have to kill off their character if they became the solid GM. We'd have to kill them off. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, just not have them be in it. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to murder everyone who isn't there. Just make them a quest giver or something. No, I was like, if we ever go to a fixed GM, it has to be through all our characters death matching, and the winner or the first one to fall is the one that has the GM. What the fuck, dude? Huh? <laughs> That's levels rj just levels of wrong when did this become Ugh. battle royale uh yeah. just just so, now when i invented that this concept the main reason we have we have a is as rj said we have characters we want to play who existed beforehand um and we you know we, we find that it's fun as well because we're all on fairly the same wavelength and what we want from the story um also like the one thing i've learned um having played tfgs now for quite a while pretty regularly is that like everyone should be a gm for a bit just so that you learn to understand the required effort and the, the thinking. So when you go back to being a player, you've got all this extra knowledge that you gained by you know helping your friends have more fun. Yes. Um, so yeah. everyone should just do it anyway. Don't be scared. Literally, just consider it just one long role play and your character is the world. It's yeah. nice to know what it's like to be a character in somebody else's story, but it's also nice to be the story writer, I guess, mm -hmm. as well. And once you've done that, you yeah. learn to appreciate what the story writer is trying to do when they put you in a certain situation or give you a certain person yeah. they want you to talk to or, or something yeah, like that. The other thing that's occurred to me is we've all our games have been entirely bespoke. We've never like done a uh, like a a campaign from Paizo's anything. 
It's yeah, we have. Oh, we did start with yeah. We started with against the Unthrown, which is yeah, where but... Outpost said and all that came from. Yeah, but yeah. that one was never recorded, and it's only I mean, that doesn't mean we didn't do it, dude. <laughs> yeah, but it's never really alluded to in the campaign. Everyone that we've recorded and turned into a podcast, we live on Outpost said. It comes up in literally every campaign because that's yeah. where we start. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, yeah, you know what I mean. Or apparently, you don't know stop what I mean. being wrong. I'm not being... <laughs> since, since the since the inception of the podcast, we've never done that. Is what you're saying, right? Yes, every episode okay. that we've actually produced as the podcast has been a bespoke campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually um, a, a good question for our listeners: is Would you like to hear us do a Paizo campaign? And if so, which one? Oh yeah. And nice. who's going to run it? And who's going to run it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Come into our Discord and, and leave a comment yeah. in uh, general chat. Well, I know how we can decide which one of us runs it. Deathmatch! <laughs> deathmatch! Oh. Free for all! I really want... I just want to do a deathmatch. Actually, I'd break your legs. You don't That's... want that. Oh, come on. How is Bath going to break these legs? Wait, are we, doing a, wait, are we having a deathmatch? Or are characters? No, our match? characters. What the fuck? Obviously, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Baff would still break your leg. She has psychic yeah, powers. Yeah, it's still, like, still pretty breakable. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. To apparently clarify, no, we are not going to murder each other in real life. Right. Okay. Because I'm quite fond of you. <laughs> you can in, be fond in, of me after I break your leg. In this time playing together, I've grown quite attached to you all. I think he'd be slightly less fond. But... <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. on you, really, to be, to be more fond of me. Despite your legs being broken, <laughs> I gotta say, um, uh, our friendship, the way it is currently, if you broke my legs, that might drop you um, in in the standing of a couple points. I mean, yeah, I'll say, it's actually yeah, same. Yeah. I'll say same. I, you know, listen, I, you know, I hate to say it, but my legs are pretty important to me. Being able to walk and not being agonizing pain. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like that's, that's something I. <laughs> I don't want to be known for my shattered kneecap. Yeah. How did yeah. we get to this subject? <laughs> What's the next question? You! You! <laughs> no! It was you, RJ! It wasn't me! Okay, next question. <laughs> yeah. This is the last one from, uh, from Leslie, actually. Um, which one of you is the best cook IRL? Ah, oh, I've only ever had Cypher's cooking, so I'd have to say Cy, because I have no other experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm middling at best, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I burnt down a kitchen once. Well, I mean, I, I do... Um, like to cook and I like yeah. trying new things and I made a beef wellington last Christmas exactly yeah. you See, made something you with it, with ingredients yes <laughs> okay we, what a, we could all do that right RJ you, you can, did you a thing where you put stuff in a pan and cooked it yeah, yeah. Uh, if, the ing- if the ingredient is rice then I'm well set but yeah. <laughs> what about in uh, in terms of characters which which of our characters is the best cook because I've wondered this oh Beth Bar- is canonically a terrible cook radar because he's the only one who does it yeah no, I thought the Baffy can be a couple of cooks. She just wants it to look nice and doesn't have any interest in what they taste like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she like... makes beautiful, beautiful yeah. meals. It yeah. looks great. But they're inedible. Yeah, you'll die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, Baff would be best presentation. Uh, Radar would maybe be best tasting. Ryder would be I best seafood. And... Radar is like a consistent cook. I wouldn't like go so far as to say like he's even like a chef or anything. He just makes pies. He's just good at pies. That's his one thing. Okay, but pies are tasty. Pies are tasty. I wouldn't say Ryder's good at cooking at all. She grew up eating like synthetic sushi and, po- and pocky. Probably a junk food. Mm. Junk food, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then again, she did like go I- to university, so that, that she would have... That, that doesn't help. <laughs> Definitely not yesterday's noodles. 
No, no, no. When you go to university, you learn you learn life lessons because otherwise you starve. Yeah, how to <laughs> buy a sixty p pack of yeah. noodles and make it last. Uh, I learned how to buy one bulk pack of pasta and eke it out for a year. That's yep. not cooking. I learned that if you get a job working for a pizza delivery company, you can just take home a pizza every night. Oh, oh. nice. That's Maybe that's... What? How good a cook is V? Uh, terrible. Vest can eat raw meat, so they never need to cook. Oh, okay. <laughs> just because you can eat raw meat doesn't mean you just don't cook. Yes, and also you do live with other people. Also, we yeah. met Chunt, who, who literally ran a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he's another restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas V's like, I well, pizzas. I don't need to learn how to cook. I can eat this mm. dead animal. Eats dead animal. I'm sustenanced. Mm. There's not many dead animals like Poset, though. Oh, yeah, because V keeps eating them all. This is why Ryder was terrified of V when when they first met. That is true. Like, Ryder thought V was going to eat them, so... Yes, like well, because sword. because the uh, Aslanti uh, battleship uh, guard basically threw Ryder in the same cell, thinking that um, Ryder would be devoured by V. Yeah. Yeah. V made the, the noble choice not to. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, bringing us back on topic, best cook, IRL, Cypher. Mm-hmm. Best cool. character cook? Radar, I guess. Radar, but that's not saying much. Yeah, by, by yeah. dint of yeah. not being awful. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some sort of so you need to shine. Right. Okay. Uh, next question from Grumpus. If you had all the species that are now available in Starfinder back when you were first starting, what species would your character be? Would you have chosen something different? Would you still homebrew one? Huh. That's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of new species now, but they literally introduced kobolds as a standard now, and I'm like, oh, well, there you go. So, kobolds, I guess. If only I had played this game this year. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely kobolds um, for obvious reasons. Um, they do have like lineages and stuff where you can still get the android stuff and like robotic parts and such. So it wouldn't be much different, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think this might be directed towards me with the whole Yosaki Brunari thing. Oh, I thought it was directed towards Ty with the whole. Yeah. Or Ty. Yeah. Or the homebrew. Yeah. And I will, I will be honest. Right now, I'd play a Jack Bantrid. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, you're going to be the swall. You could have been the swall Bantrid. Bantrid. <laughs> Absolute swall Bantrid. Mm. I'd play him like a luchador. It'd be ama- it'd be so good. Uh, what could have been? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't think I would um, have run Ryder as a Brunari if the Brunari had existed when I first created Ryder because their stats just aren't that good. Mm. Your socky ones are great, yeah, and they're kind yeah. of boring. They're good if it's you want. Boring. Yeah, especially if you're playing an operative, they are just literally designed to be. Your socky operative is so obese; it's silly. Like, why would you not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> kind of uh, brings on to a point about um, envoys again, though, because it just feels like even with all of the uh, the updates and the upgrades it just feels like envoys are there to be murdered they're still yeah envoys <laughs> yeah, yeah. really still don't have I've looked a couple and it's, I think if you're playing like a really social heavy campaign sure maybe but like the, the merest whiff of combat and you're yeah. folded like paper it's just uh, yeah if you're doing if you're doing like a star trek next generation style um, yeah, campaign yeah. where you're all yeah. diplomats that, like, <laughs> if you made if you made a, a binary envoy you'd be laughing You'd also have seven HP, so you'd be yeah. you know you'd be 
you're there to make sure everything goes smoothly. <laughs> Ideally, your whole plan is hide behind the biggest player uh, yes. during all combats. But I, I just feel like the only thing Envoy's really good for right now is just taking a one or two level dip. Gellum's good. Upping, um, being able to heal... Um, no, wait. Yeah, no, Gellum gives it to be one plus one against an enemy, and it's um, someone else that, uh, that can heal stamina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like one of the only spells that can heal stamina, so it's like... Those just, are don't, cool. just don't stub your toe. <laughs> yeah, just don't trip over anything and shatter the glass. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, um, well, there we go. Next one from... Uh, half what? of us haven't answered that question yet. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> I thought you had already done well, so. Wait, or... what would you have been yeah. instead of a vest then? Hmm? I would oh, have been yeah. an uplifted polar bear. Oh. Oh. Why? Well, enjoy not having thumbs. Uplifted polar bears have thumbs. It's part right. of the uplifting process. Today, well, oh god, thumb. they just graft human thumbs onto their paws. Oh, oh that's horrible. The way I understand <laughs> it, the uplifting process just makes you an anthro bear. The way yeah, I read it yeah. was you were just a bear with you could just think and talk. You're just like a s- smarter yeah. than the average bear, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like, literally. Alejandro is an uplifted bear, he's just basically a dude. Yeah. He holds things and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I've so. seen him texting. <laughs> right. He's definitely got thumbs. Oh. But why why not put a bear over a vesk? Uh, you miss out on the whole empire. You miss out on the whole empire, but you get most of the strength advantages. You can still be a mechanic or a technomancer, and they look cool as fuck. They, they just All right. They do. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That yeah. being said, I mean, uh, yeah, it just occurs to me I, I made a side uplifted bear character. Wait, Pan, you've met them. I've played it in your campaign. Yeah, I know. I'm Gillen. I know the yeah. character. He's in my fucking game. I just, yeah, I just forgot the character exists, and then. Wow. I mean, that's on you. So you just port the character over to Starfinder. Wow. Yeah. It's like I'd have chosen uplifted bear. Wait, I did do that. Why are you yelling at me? That's on you. <laughs> okay. Is there anyone else um, silently sitting here um, yeah, waiting who, to answer this question? Who hasn't question? said what? Uh, Radar, Ty. What, what would you have been if you weren't Slow Moltron? Swamp Andred. Oh, that was it. Yeah. So, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm very, it very you, tired. Okay. It was just you. Uh, a polar, a lot polar bear. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. I will be adding bleeps to um, redacted information yeah, on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, next one from uh, from Zellout. Similar question to Grumpus. Uh, if you could have changed your classes to any of the newer ones, what would you have changed them to? I haven't actually looked at the new classes, so I don't actually know. Let me just do a quick Google search. Chronomancer. There's a few new ones. There's the... Um, Chronomancer. Oh, uh, God. The Witch Warper, which is um, what became. Um, so she's now like Witch Warper with a splash of Mystic in there. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, Honestly, I love operatives. They're just... They're so overpowered. Yeah, operatives really don't need anything. <laughs> if you no. want to stab things and not get stabbed... Being an operative yeah. is pretty much your main course. If you want to throw a curveball at a GM in a universe where everyone has got a laser gun, be the person with the sword. Yeah, well, that's, that's it's just great. Uh, <laughs> fucking Solarians are fun. I nearly went with a Solarian, actually, but then I made um, a different character, a Solarian, instead, to have more fun with it. Hmm. They can go pretty hard, but they really need to. It needs to be a long combat before anything happens because they have this thing where they basically. Gain power every turn. Oh yeah, they're like a um, Lucario sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to do your, you know, your big bang buster things, you got to wait until you're attuned three times, I believe. By which time, you know, in a large enough party or a smart enough party, the fight's over. 
Yeah. What's the... Um, is it a species or a, a class? The one that um, explode when they hit zero HP. Oh, the, the <laughs> fire guys. Oh, I thought they were called now. Hang on. Novakin or something? Uh, the special power is grenade. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're grenade. basically anthro um, bombs from Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, you know, the ones you fight them too long, they blow up. Mm. We're not talking about the um, sentient warhead, Ty. This is <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't think we were. Just, okay. You kids and your console You sounded games. worried. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's just, it. I was very firmly out of my depth with these Final Fantasy references. We're just smiling and nodding. I mean, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game past seven. So. I haven't played a Final Fantasy game. I still don't understand. If it's the Final Fantasy, why are there 14 of them? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. The the official answer is it's one really long fantasy. Oh, RJ still doesn't out. understand the never-ending story. I haven't seen the never-ending yeah, story. Yeah, how did that have a sequel? <laughs> Three, two sequels. Two never-ending yeah. stories. Yeah. I just, I'm still on the first one. That was a traumatic experience. I can't find what they're called, but they, I know what you mean. Little, little yeah, they, are, huh. they do exist. They are real. Yeah. Completely apropos of nothing whatsoever, today is not only National Bear Day, but it's also National Coyote Day. It is National Coyote Day. Oh, excellent. Huh. tribute. Scrungly Day. Yeah. yeah pet your scrung, please. It's it. Bear Day and Coyote. When's that? Oh, actually, no, when's that? Actually, is. you know what? In, in honor of Bear Day, I'm going to watch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Um, oh, here we go. From um, Matty. Who designed the Leica as a ship? Was it an overall group effort? And how much did RJ come up with? Most of it. Yeah, most of it. I'd say yeah, sixty percent RJ, forty percent group effort. Yeah, yeah. The runabouts all sigh, all sigh, all tie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's mine. Yeah. The shit box. Mm. I think um, you did the first artwork for it in uh, SketchUp, didn't you? Yeah, I still have the original SketchUp model, which I am very slowly transporting to Blender. By which I mean I've done a wireframe and then I lost time. So okay. Eventually, it's going to be a full-on rendered Blender model, which would be very nice. But a Blender render, yeah, yeah, because you did um, one in Google SketchUp, and then I did like a a sort of top-down pixelated version in the style of FTL. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so the answer is mostly everyone, a little bit me. Yeah, concise. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Although, follow-on right. question: When's Ryder getting a spaceship? Because she keeps saying like she wants her own little craft. Um. Well, whenever. Uh, circumstances arise yeah. in somebody's campaign where that can happen, because I would like to give Ryder like a, a little space plane or something. Ryder's the only one without her own vehicle at this point. <laughs> Baff's, got, Baff's got the motorbike. Uh, Ty, I mean, Ty's Ryder, got does, Ryder does have her bike, she just um, doesn't fetishise it as much as, as V does their vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought we hawked off all of the, the free bikes we got to pay oh, for... Oh, wait, yeah. The, no, you are right. Yeah. So, yeah, at the moment... Uh, Ryder's the only one who doesn't have their own personal vehicle so far. I mean, she flies the Leica. So soon. That's kind of... Um, she treats it like her, her personal vehicle at the moment. <laughs> she always uh, has, to be fair. That's that's nothing new. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like it when Radar moves the seat. Mm. Oh, that was, I was Sometimes to Radar has to fly. Uh, yeah. I was talking about that. I, I just love the, the fact that we have a spaceship where... V, who is big enough to pick up and yeet Ryder, and Ryder, who is small enough to be picked up and yeeted by V, both fit on the same seat. 
So I've always just imagined that like V will have flown it and the rider will get in and just has to hold down the electric button to move it forwards for like a solid minute. It's like yeah. No, she's got her own butt cushion that she brings with her. It's yeah. got her groove in it and Radar's not allowed to sit on it so he has to put it to one side when she's not there. And then she's yep. got to lean yeah. down and adjust the pedals and move them up like yeah. three feet. <laughs> Wearing like wooden blocks on the end of her feet. Mm. All of the control surfaces move in that cockpit. They have yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so next one from Regent. Uh, was Starfinder your first choice when organising a game group, or was there a process? A process. Uh, process? Process? No, we got to go because we wanted to play Starfinder. Yeah, I think... What? We didn't choose Starfinder, Starfinder chose ours. I didn't know what Starfinder was, honestly. I just knew about D&D and sci-fi D&D. Yeah, I didn't know there was... Sure like sci-fi D&D in space. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind I joined of, like yeah. I joined two sessions after you guys started. Cypher was just like, "Hey, do you want to come and do sci-fi D and D with us?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And that's how we discovered. Well, I discovered stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think they're, I they're bringing out a um, expansion in October, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to like upgrade some some rules and stuff. A bit of a Pathfinder has been called Unleashed, and I guess for D and D, it's like Tasha's and Warden Kynan's but mm-hmm. um, it'll apparently tighten up some rules. And introduce narrative ship combat rather than yay um, yay narrative ship combat. You desperately need a map combat. They've finally caught up with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't need um, dice numbers to make mm. the ship combat work, which is yeah, I think like, actually it's, quite refreshing. It's like having to move around, like doing maneuvers and stuff. It's like I get it if you're playing at home on a table with a nice big hex grid. Cool, great. No, like hardly anyone's <laughs> doing that. Okay, yeah, just relax, guys. I, I think mm. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle where it's going to be mostly narrative. You'll roll a dice occasionally to where you need an element of chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want, I want to do a do a, a burn. It's like cool. Okay, piloting roll, go for it. I yeah. kind of like how we do it, honestly. Where you have um, uh, crew actions and then ship actions, and then you just take it in turns that way. Yeah. I made that up on the fucking fly when you guys bumped into the Guardian and we realised we had no quick play system for it. Hey, it worked. Yeah, and, it did. Uh, yeah. And we've, we've developed it as a group since then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kind of refined it since then. Yeah. Pies are hires. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already steal everything else from yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stop saying that. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> we'll, we'll stop saying it when it stops fucking it's happening. It's hard to, to network yeah. and it's like, fuck Paizo, but also... But also hire said, us. Hey, <laughs> I never said fuck Paizo. I did, several times. But Paizo also said fuck Paizo, <laughs> no. so, you know, I'm just following the trend. Well, right. Uh, mm. Okay, moving, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. Uh, I know Radar mentions he's a mech pilot, <laughs> but why doesn't he have a mech and the Leica? Or, or rarely? I guess really, he's power. Really, really. He's never used power and armor before. Uh, right, there's multiple reasons. Uh, out of character... You, it's not something you can really balance with other players. If you've got a mech, generally it will do everything, and I didn't really want to do that. And in character, it doesn't fit in the Leica. We can't find what an outpost said, despite Radar looking for it. Mm. Um, yeah, I think armor, it, fitting in the Leica, a whole mech. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and powered armor, you know, like Space Marine armor or whatever, is also rare. Certainly, the way I'd, I'd run it, it would be incredibly rare to find and very expensive, and Radar's perpetually broke. Mm. So... Mm. That that's why, and also I guess um, it needs some kind of resource to keep it running. Like you need to to keep it powered, sort of thing. Yeah, he, to be honest, he probably secretly filch fuel from the from the Leica, just sort of see if that worked in there. You know, did you say filch? 
Yeah, like pinch. That's a horrible word. I love it. Mm. Have you never <laughs> do you mean Do you mean bilk? Wait, bilk? Bilking is stealing bilk. bilk. B-I-L-K. Bilking? Yeah, bilking. Bilking? Look it up. Bilking, the definition. What is the slang? I don't like any of these words. <laughs> like milking, but with a B. Yes. Yeah. Like milking. Yes, so you're milking the, 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 the police refer to a forecourt Beautiful. crime as bilking when describing the act of okay. driving onto a petrol forecourt and deliberately driving off without paying. Uh, yeah, so actually, it's, uh, according to Google, obtain or withhold money from someone unfairly or by deceit, cheat or defraud. Yeah. So, yeah, you drive up, you steal fuel, you're not paying for it. So yeah. yeah. So so that, but then Bilkin's uh, not specifically about, about nicking petrol, then. That's about petrol. Oh, that's yeah. just what the, the Met Police website says. Apparently it's called Bilking. So if I go into, a, like, a newsagent and bilk a, a Mars bar... It's pill for all steel. Thing, really. Yeah. You'd be wow. filching it, Pan. You'd be, I'd be stealing it, yeah. or pilfering. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be trying, yeah, I'd be trying to nab it, but then I have to pilfer it, I got caught. In the end, though, <laughs> I got I'd probably have to... I've read... I've read it further, sorry. It would pilfer or steal in a casual way. See, I'm always, I'm always like, <laughs> when I'm stealing from the corner shop. Yeah, yeah exactly. All them Cadbury's cream eggs, they're just yeah, gone. Straight so if you're doing it professionally, then you're no longer a filter. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a thief. Yes, you're just a thief. <laughs> so yeah, dragging us back onto topic, he'd probably filch and fuel out the Leica. Mm-hmm. And then V would catch mm-hmm. him. Yeah. That's another thing as well, is that um, because we're on a spaceship, we need to take weight into consideration, and having a giant mech on the ship would probably slow us way the fuck down, so we need to spend more on fuel. Also, Mm. it just don't fit. And it wouldn't fit. Put it on the roof. It doesn't fit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, strap it on the roof, like we're going on holiday. (laughs) put a roof around. Every problem would just become, hold on, let's go get the mech. Yeah, yeah. And put it next to the cargo pannier and the canoe that we're bringing. It just means the gym needs yeah. to find ways to create situations in which a mech would not solve the problem. No, because in every, every situation, the mech's out of power. Yeah. That, no, like, you create a situation in which the mech can't Nobody be used. wants to do that every time for every campaign. Yeah, and also yeah. it would have to be, oh, the mech doesn't work, radar's runabout doesn't work, the ship doesn't work. It's just, ugh. Yeah. Like there's, only so many, there's only so many cool things you can have that you then need to break as a GM so that your players actually focus on the campaign front uh-huh. without just friggin' railroading them, you know. Go to the back. The mech has... It got wet. It, uh, <laughs> it's the the plug went in some tizer. Yeah. You look in the battery <laughs> pack and it's got... It's, the thing's gone red. Ah, shit. No. Ah, nice. rats. The <laughs> mechanic's got his arm caught in the fan. The reactor's wet. Yeah. 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 Didn't, it's, it's not been MOT'd. So you didn't charge it overnight and it's out of power now. It's yeah, going to take too long. Yeah. Forgot to squeeze the fluffy dice and now it's just exploded. Yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yes, so I yeah, think... Uh, that's, that's why. That's why. That was from uh, Dr. Boom Triple X. And finally, from Dan the GM. <laughs> I got a question. Why do you always have a clam with you? Is it good luck? I feel like that's a question for Ryder specifically. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't always have one with me. That that was just for um, <laughs> Vest don't wear ties. <laughs> no, you know and how Vest are such luck. You know how Vest yeah. are always armed. <laughs> so is Ryder. <laughs> no, Brunari are always clammed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Brunari. Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. He's That could have been very witty, but you fucked it up. Yeah. It did. Yeah. 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 Stacked it at the last minute. I'm sorry. I request privacy with my family at this difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I, I listened back to Vest Don't Wear Ties. I didn't realise it was just an off-the-cuff comment that Ryder had a clan with her. Yeah. And 
honestly, I did forget about it. And and Ty saying, oh, this is going to be the thing that makes or breaks the campaign right at the final moment. <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. The GM never forgets. The whiteboard yeah. remembers for me. Yeah. <laughs> Players forget. The whiteboard remembers. <laughs> the whiteboard sees all. <sighs> and, yeah, that's that's all the questions we got at the moment. Yeah, oh, man. questions for each other. What's up with Ryder's feet? Mm. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> People have to know, Pan. Yeah. <laughs> the I public mean, have to know. The thing is, I think I, was this one I missed. I wonder if she's got like gross suckers on attached to her feet. Mm. No, yeah. she doesn't. What? <laughs> yeah, you've got the um that graft, that bio graft. Unless you walk I mean, on she, walls. she has the sticky feet, but they're not gross suckers. Oh, well, <laughs> how, like, how, do you, how do you think they look? Like spider ends. No, no, what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like how those spiders have those really fan, uh, fine sort of. Hairs that they use to scare Oh, feet. right. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say like a gecko, like gecko feet, but it, no, Ryder has spider legs now in, in my Oh, head. no, she's a spider possum. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Gecko feet. <laughs> spider socky. Oh, wow. Weird. The spider possum is the one thing that has grossed me out both in and out of character Aww, legitimately. I quite like them. I, really? I wake up in cold sweats thinking about spider possums sometimes. They're adorable. No, uh, no. The possums... Possums are adorable. A possum with eight legs and like a spider thorax is not. It's not a thorax. It's just got the eight legs. It's just got the eight legs, yeah. Yeah, but t- turn it over and look at it upside down. It's just, uh, what are you doing that for? <laughs> please, do, please do not rotate the spider possums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the sake of radar sanity, do not rotate the spider possum. Besides, no no wonder it's it, um, you're in distress by it and, and it's kicking its legs. It doesn't like being turned upside down. <laughs> RJ34 from Croydon has a question, and it's not about Rider's feet. Wow, nice. What's the most likely way you can envisage your character being knocked off? Huh. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm fairly certain I, I have a fairly decent idea what's most likely to kill me. What? Go on. Uh, Go on then. Fucking with the Lyca and blowing themselves up. Just it's blowing just, up. It's just a nat one on moving the jiggle that makes the reactor work, and they just fully like bumblefuck it, and then the whole ship just explodes and kills them. They just shenobble themselves. Yeah. No, he's, he's demon coring it. They're just rotating yeah, the. That's exactly what I had in mind. And nudge it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I think um, radars is obviously killed by a spider possum. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly now, of course. At this point, spider yeah. possums. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple. Yeah. So I find that less terrifying than one singular one, weirdly, and I don't know why. Mm. I guess if there's lots of them, you just kind of resign yourself to the fact you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough, I'm dead. But mm. one singular possum, like there is a chance. It's got a knife. Yeah, I, I, I do think explosions are going to go. Yeah, yeah, well, explosions yeah. and crashes. It's quick. Yeah, yeah. dying in glorious yeah. battle. Yeah, the heat of a thousand right. suns. The question is most likely rather than most. Oh, I was about to say right. most no, fun gonna... way to die, but uh, most knowing radar, yeah. he'll probably choke on a piece of pizza. Ah, <laughs> F to pay respects, <laughs> and then lie and say that he died in glorious battle. Lie to who? When he when he gets to whatever your molten afterlife still left. When he gets to Valhalla, he doesn't go to Valhalla. Duh! Stop Wait, it! But you have Die Hard. 
That, yes. Yeah, that so just means like, you, you choke die on the, hard. You just choke on the pizza and it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is taking a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, die hard means you can stabilise yourself. It doesn't mean you can not die. Uh, For the amount of, you can spend a stamina point to stabilise yourself. So pizza, like pizza comes in ten slices and there's nine stamina points on radar, mm. so one of them might get him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's wasting stamina points. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how he'd want to go. Uh, rest in pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> Rip in pepperonis. So, what kills Bath? Explosions. Oh, I explosion! Th- okay. In that case, what kills yeah. Ryder? Uh, anti Probably anti Well, maybe. Yeah. We don't know yet. Um, probably either crashing the ship or meeting a worthy opponent in, um, in sword combat, ah. honestly. But most likely. Yeah, most likely. I like how Ryder uh, and V's deaths both take the rest of you with us. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> getting out of this alive. Eh. Amb- ambivalent about this fact, mm. honestly. I am ambivalent towards good and evil. <laughs> Narr- narrator voice. Despite this, we continue to let Ryder fly the ship and V service it. Yeah. Yeah, with the best you got, damn it. Well, she did manage to wipe out that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never happened. I don't yeah, know. I was I was so close to referencing it in a completely separate game that took place. A- <laughs> so close to referencing oh. it. Yeah, well, you didn't. I didn't. And also, I'm editing this, so this isn't going in the final cut. So rip. Or isn't it? <laughs> because we all have a copy we've of all, this. Yeah, we've all. I'm going to release. I'm going to release the uncut version. It'll be the uncut version is just just your voice. Oh, it's, please. No, the uncut version is just all the bollocks we normally cut out and. Yeah. It's somehow RJ, twice as long. Yeah, no, we RJ, could put that out for a Patreon thing. Actually, just be like, RJ, you and I both know that you are much too lazy to do that. Yes, that's <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. Actually, no, I would do it because there'd be no effort involved. It's the uncut version. No cutting needs to be done. Yeah, but it's also got you saying very incriminating things about piracy. Eh, it's not really a crime. RJ doesn't think that far ahead. <laughs> that's a problem for future RJ. I don't yeah, that frankly, guy. fuck that guy. <laughs> Has anyone ever been prosecuted for internet piracy? Yeah. Yes. No, yes. Not for not for hosting it, for downloading it. Yes. Bollocks. Yes. <laughs> we need more questions. I mean, we can just add some more random bullshit that we just talk about anyway, and I can yeah. split that in between the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But we haven't even talked about random bullshit that we can't apparently not post because it's incriminating. What do you mean apparently? What? It is incriminating. Uh... Like, nobody cares about piracy. Uh, there are some very, very rich people who do. Who absolutely do. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. none of them know who I am, and none of them listen to Cosmopunk, so... Yet. Yet. What do you mean, yet? Just yet, you know. They're coming for you, are they? Well, yeah. good luck. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're getting for your giblets, mate. Was <laughs> it bilk? They're going to bilk your giblets. They're going to filch your giblets. <laughs> no. As you steal. They're going to filch one and bilk the other. I like my giblets oh. unfilched. Thank you very much. <laughs> do, do not fondle my niblets. Yeah. What? You heard. I did. What did I hear? <laughs> this is what happens when we run out of questions. Well, depends. Have we got any other questions? Well, that, um, I came up with one on the flight. Someone else's turn. What's the deal... If you say with airline r- food, okay. If you if you'd said with riders' feet, I'd have just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> just left. <Yeah. laughs> oh, something else that I've always wondered. I know we've discussed this before, but we've never actually committed it to audio. 
the alternate forms of all our characters because we all have a dark timeline for them. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, right. See, I've talked about this on. Um, I was going to say on stream already on uh, one of the drift sessions we did already, but uh, I'll let someone else go first. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about was this was we talking about like uh, the the bad end characters. Uh, it depends. Some of them are good ends, some of them are bad ends. But it's basically, if your character hadn't taken a life choice somewhere that led to them being your character... Yeah, I think we talked like, about I remember Sarah talking about how it was yeah, we, that Ryan would be, uh, like, you know, an assassin. We did this. We might have done yeah, it on a drift session, but the drift sessions don't exist anymore, so... Yeah, they do. do we've they, got them. They st- they're just... Well, they're not uploaded anywhere. Yeah. So, we can talk about this. Yeah. It, it, it's that, or I'm out of questions, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, I'll, I'll say it again anyway. Um, so, we're pretty sure we may have discussed this in the podcast, mm. but um, yeah, Alternate Rider would be the one who got everything she ever wanted. There's, there's a, a Gene Wilder line in um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factories. Do you know what happened to the man who got everything he ever wanted? He lived happily ever after. But yeah, um, if Rider had left Academy and... Um, got some military contract and got absorbed into the uh, industrial espionage complex and just started indiscriminately murdering people for uh, contract money, yeah, she would turn into this uh, this cold, heartless killer, essentially, like a sort of a Bond-type character. Yeah, basically, and would probably have been sent to kill V. Yeah. <laughs> so they always end up meeting how romantic. Yes, but not under the same circumstances. Yeah. Well, but then the question is, who would have won? This is something that I would like to do as a maybe a, a one-off yeah. RP at some point, See? where we play our alternate styles. I'll get you into death matches. I just have to use the right combination of words. <laughs> <laughs> PvP. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that being said, mm-hmm. I'd really at some point love to do a between podcasts non-canon death match series as well, like a Smash Brothers style thing, like. I reckon we could take those guys over at Manapot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's a portable door got to do with it? Portable door? What? Did you say portable door? Manapot. Manapot. At Manapot. Oh, we're talking about inter inter podcast uh, deathmatch series. Free for I could have sworn you said portable door. I was sitting here thinking, is that like a spell? I don't know, or something? I don't mm. know. The portable door's okay. probably a spell. But Maybe, but also right. not what I'm thinking. It's also probably a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which other podcast at this point? Other podcasts whose ass we could kick? Uh, Hex Good Heroes. <laughs> yeah, that's another question. There you go. That was... question. Okay, if you had to, if you had to kick another podcast ass, yeah. who would you <laughs> fight? Podcast, <laughs> podcast that we, we could done... destroy. Yeah. Are we not done about the alternate selves thing? Oh yeah, know. see, we oh, kind of right, got distracted. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 uh, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Size editing this one. Yeah, size editing this one. So cool. Yeah, fuck it. Right, who didn't go? anyone else yeah okay so i suppose it since yours leads into v's then v so the 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 marker point would be instead of yuasa deciding to kill off everyone at that shop including v they didn't do that v continues to work their way up like the chain and becomes a senior administrator and basically just becomes a war criminal like oh no a war profiteer sorry the good one uh the good one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, war, war profit is better than war criminal in my. Neither mind. of them are good, RJ. Neither of them are good. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so like, not... there's there's degrees, isn't there? Because a war no. profit is just being 
RJ, they're, they're both, both evil. Bad. Yeah, but the a, war, all in the a bad. war criminal is worse than a war profiteer. Yeah, but again, the degrees are all in the bad. Yeah, so Evil V is basically a war profiteer working for Yuasa, probably raking in fat stacks until Ryder is sent to kill them. <laughs> yes. Probably by another corporation. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, oh, it's just, I mean, we can cut this or whatever, but I can't talk about um, stuff because that hasn't happened yet. Oh. Yeah. Well, talk about it and I'll okay. bleep out bits of it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just going to be one long, constant bleep noise, isn't it? For legal reasons, the following section of this podcast has been edited to redact certain yeah. elements. Pan to protect yeah. the parties involved. Um, no, I mean obviously, um, if the party was involved, then they wouldn't have picked her up from because it wouldn't have been there. So she'd have either stayed there or been put back into the um, with no oversight. Um, or if she loses after becoming like herself. I think we had that she was like just a, she just ended up becoming a dragon, and mind controlling people to be to to be happy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is that's dark. Our evil selves go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> take over like a small a small country and just be like everyone's always happy. It's a dark cyberpunk sci-fi universe. I think um, our characters Ooh. turning out the way they did is um, the best possible scenario. Yeah, I, I love how gritty as we are with a less dark mm-hmm. version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Ty. That's, oh, yeah, Radar. Radar will probably end up as some kind of weird biomechanical cyborg back in the mists of time who'd just get blown up on a planet. Probably. Yeah, pre-gap. So yeah. he'd be long dead. You'd find bits of him, you know? Yeah, no more or less evil, but, just more dead. Yeah, and like it, it would all be like semi logosy and horrid and just So you find bits of radar at a sort so. of archaeological dig on some planet. A xenobiological yeah. dig. Yeah. Also Yeah, but it'd be like still alive. Ugh. Yeah. Because yeah. Logos can do that thing, can't he? We just turn yeah. to bits. Oh, a bit like the thing. Yeah. Only it's yeah, a lot like the thing, yeah, but yeah. It, it's a it's a lot more biomechanical Geiger esque style to it rather than just Yeah. 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 What's that? Yeah. That Japanese one, Tetsuo, the Iron Man. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a I, that's um, a weird movie. Am I? Am I good? Yeah, really yeah. weird movie. I oh, see. I was just thinking of Akira. Yeah, same. Yeah, Akira, Akira works too. <laughs> Probably also more people will get it. Yeah, let me have a look at some of the things. Yeah. With Tetsuo. Yeah, it's similar to that. Mm. Yeah. I have There's another question. The oh, second one is. I have another question movie. as well. More sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go on. Go on, um, favorite drinks of all of the crew? Ooh, could be alcoholic or otherwise. Yeah. Okay, so V has been working on this drink. They call it the Night Owl. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> uh, this isn't V's drink. Only this is RJ's drink. Yeah, this is you. This is you. Yeah, yeah, that's you. That's true. Yeah. Uh, although I did come Radar- up with. Sorry, no go. I was going to say Radar is a big fan of Vesk uh, whiskey, having discovered it on Congress Forge. Uh, and it turns out you can buy it in pints, but it's not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he has, I think he's still got some of that pint left that he's savouring occasionally. Uh, um, we need to get you a seeing but... eye dog. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> For all the blindness. It didn't make Radar blind. It did. Yeah, it did. It made Twice. Ryder blind. No, but it, no, made, it you made, blind. made you blind. Did it make Radar yep. blind? The only, yep. the only reason that you could see is because you have a cyborg eye and that can't get drunk. Oh, then he's not blind, is he? Yes. No, he's, no, he can you're... see. He has a cyborg eye. Organically blind. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not going to dispute the massive hangover. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun and worth it. And he'd do it again in a heartbeat. Mm. Mm. Troubling. Yep. So, yeah, what's um, what, what's what's V's drink? Uh, V's actual drink would be... Mm, it would probably involve some kind of methanol. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you just going to give us the chemical compound of your drink? No, I That's mean, it would be the do. sort of thing that V would synthesize it. Probably, it would probably involve potatoes because we have a lot of them on the ship for some reason. Oh, V's one of those those fussy uh, alcohol guys. He's got a fucking oh, IPA well, every, brewery. That was basement. it. Yeah, yeah. He's got, yeah. Every fucking drink looks like a, a puzzle because they're, <laughs> they're, they're making it to, and nothing's actually going to drink it. It's just like, ah, there's the hydrogen cloud mm. of alcohol. Some <laughs> okay, yeah. but alcohol yeah. and nebulizer, first of all, is great fun. And second of all, uh, we've actually referenced this. V has a still on the Leica because I've referenced it before. Uh, so it would be uh, yeah. it would be Leica brew gin. It would be V's drink. Leica gin. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and also, this is another reason why we, we can't fit Radar's mech into the, uh, the Leica 7 because V has uh, a still and a diesel refinery and uh, a rotisserie chicken and cooker. a van no, sorry, and the, a van it's right no, it, it turned i mean i hope they would be on the ship i hope they'd yeah. be like behind the bar it turns out that <laughs> distilling fuel and distilling alcohol use a similar enough process that v's just multitasking they're just using the same machine for both and the gin comes out slightly oh, diesely God. and the diesel comes out slightly gin <laughs> in the round oh god yeah. multiple explosives yeah. so yeah happening. gin that um, tastes slightly diesel fuel <clears> is v's drink for riders, one I think um, we we got the the sort of the classic the Ackerton Sunset is um, one that I I say that uh, rider likes to drink. I've actually made that in um, in my cocktail shaker as well. But I also think she's got something that she's making behind the bar as well that she just calls rocket fuel, mm. and she doesn't quite remember how she made it, but it's incredibly strong. Yeah, that the one we have to keep in the wooden bottle because it eats glass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about Baff? Um, oh, Baff likes she likes her her symphonical. Um, you can make all kinds of drinks out of it, and you can tune it to how alcoholic you want it to be. Yes. Oh yeah, um, I forget I forget that you can basically customize your drink with synthol. Yeah. Yeah. So she's probably you know she probably actually does do the the nonsense chemistry bartender thing because <laughs> she can. But but synthol comes with an app, and everything is on a slider. Mm. <laughs> yeah. She's just there, like spending ages graduating this drink through several colors, just because she can. Yeah, sometimes it's all slides to the left. It's just a very fat drink with a weird head. <laughs> it's got like a hue slider for the for the colors. Yeah, I think she likes she likes um having a bit of the old the old blues. Mm. Yes. What was your question, Andre? Shit! What was my question? Or have you immediately forgotten it? I was thinking about alcohol. Oh God! What was my question? Uh, I, I should write it down. Oh, I got one actually. Cool. Um, if there was a second campaign, uh, what characters would you make just on the fly? Oh, on the fly? Huh. Mm. I've answered this. Oh, your swole bantered. Yeah, swole bantered. Yeah, swole bantered. Yeah. But would you stay? A, would you stay a mechanic and a soldier? Or would you change? Oh them? no, I'd uh, I'd look at some of the expanded classes and see if anything else like grabbed my attention. Um, I was I was thinking Swalbantrid, but he's like not wizard, but just like self augmentation spells. Hmm. Yeah, I mean there is the evolutionist where you can literally augment yourself with, with um the parts of other things you find. Yeah, that'd be cool. So buff Bantrid evolutionist. Mm. Yeah. Could be fun. 
I what you, would make uh drag, it's not called the chronomancer, what is it? The the ones that fuck with time. Precog. Precog. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Because I saw the one that turned up on uh Horizons of the Vast, who was just like Yeah. Oh Rigel, yeah. That was it, Rigel. Like stupidly high powered. Just like the ability to manipulate time on the fly through the Starfinder system makes you basically very, very, very powerful. Well, you only get a certain amount of ability of time yeah. to do it. I think like power um, on emergency power, I can do like six times. Mm. That's it. It's not like I can be like, eh, anytime I feel like it, it's just gonna make sure I, I get nothing but twenties. Wow! So you're basically the main character from Braid. Mm. <laughs> just wind yeah, time only back. without the without the, the terrifying realization at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. But um, yeah, you basically you, you roll a bunch of dice and you get to keep those numbers. And you can change things. So if you're like your friend rolls a two on stealth, you can rewind time and say, "Actually, you got a 17. Yeah, never happened. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you can only do it six or so times, it's still a really powerful ability. No, it's, it's handy when it, it's handy when it is. I think it's really made for support, though. Like you feel like you'd be powerful with it, but there's so many times that people fuck things up just as the way the game goes, and you know you can do something about it. It's you lose all the yeah. points. V people. needs their person. Mm. V needs a person mm. precog. Yeah, Personal just someone to follow them around and fix all their shitty dice rolls. Wow. It's that right, buy new dice. Buy new dice? Nah, I want a personal precog. <sighs> I'm going to name him yeah. Gary, regardless um, of what his actual name is. is this is this is your side character, this yeah. is Gary the precog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who will now be V's, I don't know. Their ward. Valet. S- sidekick, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, which is going to be two V's, basically. Nah, I have to come up with a personality. Well, what's what's for Gary, Gary going to be then? There's got to be there's got to be a there's got to be a race and uh, species and the. Uh, would be a skittermander, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, a skittermander would be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah precog. Ah, uh, Gary the skittermander uh, precog. Yeah. See, I've got a, a character concept, but I don't know what um, class they would be, what they would fit into in the Starfinder universe. What's the concept? Uh, I think I've talked to you guys about this before. I've got this idea where you have like a genie. Somebody um, who would have granted wishes and lives in a bottle or something, um, but their god that gives them their powers was killed during the gap. So they no longer have to grant wishes to people, but they still have some of their powers. Hmm. So you just want to be a really, really powerful caster. I want to um, be like a magic user, essentially, right. but with some of the rules um, changed. I think if you want to go hard, Witch Warp is pretty yeah. good, especially once they do the update. Mm. But you've got to, the problem is that it's a lot of fine tuning, and you can't really help but min max as a Witch Warper. Um, oh sure, but I mean, I um, add flaws to my characters anyway. Ryder certainly has the flaws. Mm. V V doesn't have flaws; they're perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think the main thing is that just remember that you've got a certain amount of them. You've got a certain amount of spell slots, and you can always like twist a spell to be like it does this instead yeah. because carry the mm. says so. Yeah. And usually you'll be like, yeah, cool with it. But I think with um, with magic okay. users, it's more about what the character sheet um, or what the the spell sheet doesn't say. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't say you can't do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We do a lot of RP magic anyway, but also um, that Hephaestus thing's got loads of like alternate takes on on set classes. Yeah. So mm. like you can use yeah. That's one thing stuff. about Starfinder. There are a lot of a lot of substance. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Like you can make one thing and be like, cool, I'm this guy. And somebody else can make the same class and make a completely yeah. different character. Yeah. yeah. That's like how V and Ryder, V and Radar both started off as engineers. 
mechanics. Mechanics. Yeah. And now they're very and different. Radar became more soldiery. Yes. I actually think we're all multi-classing at this point, aren't we? Pretty sure, yeah. Oh, oh. Rider's not. No. Yeah. Rider is pure operative. Uh, That's why she's a blender. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, people tell me that Starfinder and Pathfinder aren't designed for multi-classing. And there is a lot of choice and opportunity, but it can be daunting. More daunting to be like, I'll just dab in into cast so I can get some magic spells. Um, rather than, like, you know, hitting mm. harder. Yeah. Because all the choice in Starfinder can be paralyzing. Yeah, I think choice paralysis is definitely real when it comes to yeah. Starfinder stuff. That's why I think you've got to have a character concept um, that you start off with and then try and build a character around that using the classes and hmm. the systems. Sure. Like, I think I've played a, a lot of characters now. Um, like, I'm really enjoying playing um, Grey Lance, who is a vanguard. Ah. Um, yeah, he's just a, a big. Uh, no, is it Vanguard? Oh, I'm not thinking of crap. Wait, he's Vanguard. He's Vanguard. Um, which is about just basically being like a paladin, but you get entry points to do cool extra hits. Basically, smites. Um, he's a fun, big, big, tough front guy, mm. frontline guy. Um, Yale playing as a. Do you remember Toffee, the Ashazoan? They look like starfish. Mm. Oh yeah, shapeshifter. Uh, yeah, the shapebender. Yeah. So I played Yale, who was one, and they're great fun. Like as long as you don't mind looking like a creepy monster thing <laughs> when you're not changing, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's just great fun to be like I'm gonna I, I'm gonna change just one end of my tentacle to be a mouth, just to be creepy about just it, just to freak this person out. <laughs> yeah, get intimidated. Like, I mean, they're, they're not great stat wise, but just for the fun of it, being able to trans- transfer any part of your body for fun, it's it's good luck. <laughs> oh, another. Um... Character I might uh, <laughs> I might consider doing is like a, a battle monk. Um, you know my character Victoria, the big horse. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm. <laughs> mm. Just like a hard She's hitter. Mean, a barbarian. Uh, is there a barbarian class in Starfinder? I'm not sure. No, but you can you can twist soldier um, and vanguard to be pretty much the, mm. the barbarian. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that sort of thing, like a, a, a heavy hitter, a bare fist fighter sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. The only one I haven't really tried is Nanosite. Nanomachines. Like, RJ, you've played the Biohacker, right? I have. How'd you find that? It's good fun. And uh, again, it's a very supporty class, and you're going to be doing no damage to anyone. But you can keep mm. your entire team alive, which is nice. Yep, that's very fun. <laughs> um, we talked about Envoy already. Evolution is the fun one where you like basically grow body parts to do what you want. Mm. Huh. Uh, you get evolutionist points. Um, there are some, again, there are some some good like minuses as well that like you can go berserk because of it and so on. It's a bit like um, you know Cyberpunk when he gets all his chromed up. Yeah, it's like that, but with like you know like bioengineered stuff. Interesting. Yeah, because I was going to say that that kind of makes the Astrozoan species a bit redundant. Though. <laughs> no, no, because Astrozoans are more about changing form. Like you can look like a Yosoki or a human or or a Lashunta. This is, they're not about like having a, a, a knife for an arm or a, you know a club for a leg. You're still you're still fairly squishy. You're designed to be they're they're caster they're caster races. Oh okay yeah they're designed to be like you hide a lot and then you shoot people. Yeah yeah I get it yeah. Um, so do we talk about mechanics. Yeah you guys are mechanics we talk about mechanics. Mm, yeah yes. Mystics done that already as well. I know that mystics did get a big boost recently, but. Uh, just, again, it's a lot of math. 
Yeah, yeah. not enough. <laughs> um, I don't know about Nanosites, never played one. Mm. We've done operatives where you are the best. Mm-hmm. Blender. Uh, Precogs we did, because I wanted yep. to be Gary. Mm-hmm. Solarians, now Solarians are cool. Um, you have to believe this again, but um, with Solarian, um, with her with her big old. Mm. Ah, okay. But they can do a lot of damage. Yeah. Like if the fight goes on long, they can do a lot of damage. Yep. They're kind of the most Jedi esque, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Space was. Yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, yeah. Soldier is soldier, but again, they've had a lot of like updates to things they've released as well. Make them more nuanced. I did just have a look at um, something quickly on Hephaestus with the soldier, and you can make uh, what's his name from Fist of the North Star, the the white haired dude with the blue lines that come out his fingers. I forgot his name. Uh, As a not soldier, Kenshiro, the other one. Yeah, not Kenshiro, the other Rao. one. No, Rao's brother, the other one. Yeah, yeah. you know who I mean. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it looks like you can make that as a soldier. Yeah, you can. You... you can really go hard if you want to make like a martial class. Yeah. That's, might be something I might. Do I think they should point. probably. They, <laughs> the soldiers obviously fighter, but they just haven't. They can't call it fighter. Yeah, they're going to make it more sci-fi. Yeah, they? Yeah. So they just put soldier in there. Um, Technomancer. Um, that you get the spells. You, you don't. Well, right, well, fuck it. Bleep it. Vanguard. I talked about already. Uh, you're basically paladins with smites. It's pretty nice. The good mm-hmm. thing is as well about vanguards that you don't have to hit them with your sword to do the extra smite damage. As long as you can touch them, you just do the damage. Mm. Yeah, because uh, so, which I think I had that as a, I think it's eerie and duck, wasn't it? The, from one of my old campaigns where yeah, they yes, just have yes, to yes. touch yeah. you and yeah, you're basically taking a sword damage from them, just like flicking you or headbutting you or whatever, mm. which is pretty fun. Uh, witch warpers are good fun if you like to fuck with everything all the time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, you know, have you guys seen that movie? Everything, everything all at once. Yeah, no, that's witch warpers. Mm. Okay. So there's a bagel. Uh, there is a bagel. Um, that's part of their part of their mm. law. Um, but at the end of the day, they are they are just situational casters. A lot of their stuff is very flavor flavory, but <laughs> took it because obviously, like with the whole alternate realities and different worlds thing, going which warp made the most sense. Yes, and I may have plans for someone who was a witch warper in the future. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. If I had a different character, apart from the ones I've already made, I wouldn't mind making like a Trox or something. Trox? Are they Troxes? Those big guys are in Ekaton, like forearms. Oh, um, no, they're called Shobads. Oh, Shobads, yeah. Right. Oh, yes. big stone dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll need to bleep this, but. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll mind right. one of them. Probably, um, like, as much as I'm like, oh shit, being an operative just means you do all the damage and all the stuff, I feel like. My style of play, I just like want to be the guy that runs in and hits things hard. So probably I'd go stick with Vanguard or something. Yeah. yeah. Unless unless I read Nanosite and it's like, oh, you get cool shit. <laughs> like if I can use Nanosite and just basically be Venom. <laughs> I mean, we always we always say this that oh yeah, operatives are so overpowered. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, none of us. No, 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 they're not overpowered. It's just the situations we often find themselves in. That's no, where they're good. No, operatives are OP as fuck. It's like a known yeah. fact. Paizo have admitted it and said, yeah. You just put yeah. somebody on a jetpack 20 feet in the air. They said themselves, they've been like, ah, it was like the first class we made and it's it's really good, right? Ain't got the power of flight. That's what Ryder needs next. 
She does have the power of flight. She has jump jets. Yeah, that's, guess, they are that's, taking they are taking yeah. a nerf in in the mm. new book of some kind. But oh really? That's, that, yeah, that's all like um, supplemental, of course. But ah. they are taking a slight nerf, but they are getting more stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. that could a be nerf, interesting. But here's like, your compensation stuff. Yeah, basically, it's like sure we're going to minus the, the billion you get for everything, but also <laughs> it's like a jetpack and a fucking yeah. we're, extendable we're, pole, and when you hit level eleven, you can. Travel through time and space, or uh, an extendable pole. We're taking one of the many D6 that you have, but uh, hey, here's a tactical nuclear device. So uh, yeah, yeah. Here's here's a little grabby arm, so you can reach stuff off the top shelf. Yeah, you can you can travel through time and space and then grab things off the top shelf. Perfect. Yep. Use level level five feet and level eleven feet. Job done. You you can no longer put the biscuits on a high shelf, so Ryder can't get them. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's why she got the sticky feet. But um, yeah, I think they are, they are going to try and um, and there's a new class coming out as well actually, which another I, one. I, don't forget that this game has become quite popular quite quickly for a tabletop game. Mm, so they kind of they put it out there and they're like shit. Oh, people are actually buying it. Um, uh, here's the rest of the game. <laughs> here's more of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's how I, that's how I see it. Again, I'm not saying fuck Paizo. I'm just saying I think you made a mistake. Just <laughs> <laughs> diplomatic way of putting yeah. it. <laughs> Just slow down, I think, honestly. People will um, come to it and consume it because, as you said, more people are um, staying at home and playing D&D over Discord. But it has to grow! Yeah, I mean, there are already like 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. <laughs> there's, there's 13 classes, so we say 40 for this new one coming out. But then each class has like, I don't know, 12 subclasses? Yes, it has to grow every single time. If it doesn't grow, then you failed. Well, See. this is the thing, though. It's Pathfinder's whole thing. It's not Pathfinder's whole thing, rather. It's been, like, maximum choice. So I get it. It's, like, cool. Because, like I said, you could sit down for a good few hours and build a character that can do everything and is amazing at half of the things. And, sure, you'd have to be the guy that makes me wait 10 minutes while you take a turn, but it's doable. Mm. Yep. I mean, that's kind of boring, though. Yeah, no, it's too boring, but the fact that you can do it is there. Characters with flaws are much more fun. I mean, you could just make that guy like a moron. So, like, yeah, he, you could, you know, you'd basically be building Inspector Gadget. Always wins, somehow dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great description yeah. for Inspector Gadget. It's Cosmo Punk. Yeah, like he's got he's got a gadget for everything. So it's just like, yeah, cool. I use all these crazy feats, but by the way, my guy's dumb as blades. So I could do that with the Bantrid. Uh, you totally could, yeah. Inspector Bantrids. Inspector Bantrid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna draw every, all of his art now will only be in film noir, black and white. Mm, he's got he's <laughs> got Trilby on now. Yeah, yeah, a Trilby, a raincoat. Yeah. Oh, that's like size camp character from our um, our Spectrum uh, um, Cthulhu game. Inspector Bantrid. No, you Inspector Bantrid. The black and white um, spy who lives in a council estate. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's a memory. Yeah. <laughs> it was um. He designed what was his this... name. I can't remember that much. I've forgotten his name. I yeah. remember I was like I was the, <laughs> I was the, the, the dumb girl from not French disorders, some some British sitcom, just playing for laughs. Absolutely fabulous. I, yeah, I think it's Ab Fab. No, Ab it's Fab. the one with the bald guy and the tall guy. Sure. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I think. Hang on, bald. Old guy and tall guy. Channel 4? Oh, Matt Lucas. That's the guy. No. Oh, right. Oh, right. What's the show he was on? 
Little Britain. I don't know. Little Britain. Short, short bald That's guy. That's Matt Lucas. Oh, God, Little Britain. Oh, yeah, that show. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which is a shame because Matt Lucas has been brilliant in other stuff. But he always remembered for his Little Britain. It was yeah. a hell of a time. He played Thenardier in Les Mis. He was really good. Yeah. I think it's one of the shows where you're just like. I think a lot of British comedy at the time was very much like. Sure, I get it. Yeah, okay, it's I, just, get, I get where you're going with this. All right. It was it was infuriating because I don't know. I've worked in some places where that have been great and have had a good sense of humour and we've all got along, but there have been some offices and studios I've worked in where the sense of humour went exclusively towards uh, Borat impersonations and Little Britain humour. Uh, yeah. My wife. No thanks. Yeah, just like I have to get out of here. <laughs> How did we get onto this? I don't know. I don't even remember what the question was at yeah. this point. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. So reverse back. It was um, what kind of character would you make otherwise? RJ made polar bear. Ty made a small bantered. Um <laughs> No, you made your precog RJ. Yeah, I feel I like made... we've we've combined some questions at this point because there was yeah, a uh, yeah. We basically answered the same question twice, but in different ways. Yeah, I think um, we should. Um, this is going to be fun to edit. Yes, it is. Have fun with this. I think we can stop recording there, though, guys. Like, I think we've got. Yeah, list. we're done. Oh, uh, I remembered what my last question was. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> Your character's favorite movie. What? No, that doesn't work. We have to make one up. What? Well, I have a favorite movie from my OC. What? Okay, cool. It's Godzilla. Godzilla. Well, yeah. Of course, of course, it's Godzilla. We do that. It's come up in, in the podcast yeah. already. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we know we know that one. That's in the public space. Yeah. So, what's the answer for the rest of your characters? Well, Godzilla, because Ryder showed it to V. I don't know something. <laughs> Radar's <laughs> probably going to say Godzilla because I don't think he's seen any other movies, Brr. and he didn't really enjoy that one. Right. Okay. Never mind. We're cutting this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Car used to like like you know like like daft movies. Pan, just like. say Godzilla. <laughs> just say Godzilla. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> Uh, All right, but I think we can stop recording and just talk. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This right, uh, RJ. Do you want to do your your famous um, outro? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Said the thing. That's it for now. Go away. <laughs> <laughs>